about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. This program is called All In With The Lord. And it's uh, been going on for a while, and we keep trying to get more and more closer to what the Word of God can do in our lives to transform us, to change us, uh, to take us in the direction that God would want us to go in these days, and to talk about how to not be conformed to this world, but transformed by the renewing of our minds. So, as we begin this week, and I always like to start out by thinking about what some of us are going through in life, because right now, if you turn on the news, if you turn on the television, or anything that is reporting to you bad news, which seems to be everywhere, They've even found a way to include bad news in the um, cartoons for the kids. Because somewhere along the line, we've got to teach the kids about evil. We've got to teach the kids about the knowledge of good and evil. But the problem is, they don't teach much of the good. And um, all of the prophets of the television world, all of the prophets online, when I call them prophets, I'm referring to people that are prophesying gloom and doom. And then there are those who are the hearers of the prophets. I mean, today you can't even trust people like Disney. You can get on the news and find out what's going on there. Because they're all they all have hidden agendas, propaganda, what they want to teach as being right. And as a Christian, we have to decide what's right. Is it God's Word? Or is God's Word outdated? Somehow not relevant for today. Is God's Word something we should just, you know, take with a grain of salt? Or is it absolutely positively the word to go by. For me, it's the word to go by. I must tell you that I believe every single word that is in the Bible was placed there, yes, by a human, guided by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit. The Holy Spirit. That that is associated with the Trinity, the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. So I believe that's where we go to get the tree of life. And all that the Bible has to say, which it has a lot of stories in it that are uh, filled with people who did wrong things, that's not the point. The point is, how do we learn what right is? And how do we learn to do it right? Well, when we go online 
to find out the news. When we go on television to find the news. Or wherever you get the news from. You're getting knowledge of something. And I believe that's called dark knowledge. Because it is the knowledge that is filtered through the minds and of people on this planet. It used to be the news actually reported things that were happening. I venture to say it's very difficult to find the news today that isn't giving their opinion more so than reporting anything. We don't need their opinion. Their opinion is no different than uh, a fouled up word of, from a lie from anyone because it's someone's opinion. God's word is the truth. Now, how do we find the truth? As a believer, how do we find out what the truth is? When you accepted Jesus, you became born again. And when you became born again, your spirit man came alive. And when that spirit man came alive, now you had a direct connection back to the Father. Now, we were just talking about the, uh, the news. Right here in Romans 3, 2, 4. If some were unfaithful... Now, not everybody's going to believe what we're talking about. So, if somebody doesn't believe about what, what I'm saying, for instance, that the Word of God is absolutely true, okay, we would call them unfaithful because they don't believe the Word. Here in Romans 3, 2, 4, what if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true and every human being a liar, as it is written. So it is written that if you have to, if you go to the Bible and then you go to get opinions online or from other people and they don't conform with the Word of God, it's telling you right here, they are the liars. The people are the liars. They don't have a clue. So why would you go to people who don't know the Lord, who don't know the Word, to get advice on how to live your life? To get advice on how to become successful? You shouldn't. You wouldn't. You would go to where the truth is on how it works. But people who don't believe the truth is the Word of God are not faithful to God. The Holy Spirit's job is to bring each one of us closer to the Father, to the truth. And as that truth comes out in us, it changes us because we Faith, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So if we hear the Word of God, we are not to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. How do you renew your mind? 
By hearing the word of God. That's how it works. So, what happens when you're born again? Before you were born again, that spirit man isn't even alive. You're not hearing anything from the spirit. When we go back to the first story, Adam is standing there in the garden. Everything's perfect. And Eve, and she was with him. And he is plugged into 100% the Word of God. Plugged into it. All of his information is coming from God. His data source, the source of data. All that he knew, all that he was, was coming only from God. His, God's database system. And along comes someone else, the greatest liar there ever was. And the serpent, as the Bible refers to him, comes to Eve and says, you know, there's a better way to get all this information. You guys are plugged into this Holy Spirit deal. The Spirit of God is giving you everything, but you're missing so much. You are missing the knowledge of good and evil. If you don't know evil, you only know half the story. So here's Adam, freshly created, made in the image and likeness of God, because God wanted him to be able to create just as God created. But God didn't want him creating evil things. He wanted him to create good. So he isolated the evil knowledge out of the system. Now, at some point, I'm believing God would have brought Adam into understanding how evil is so evil. But it wasn't time for that except Lucifer shows up and says, it's better if you get your eat your fruit from me. Get your knowledge from me. Because I'll give you all that knowledge, and you'll see both sides, good and evil, and then you'll be just like God, which is Lucifer's goal ever since the beginning, to be just like God. God, not needing God, be God. Now, God created Adam and Eve and you and I to be like God, but little gods, not big God. You know, you still have to have the main divine creator holding it all together, not overruling and overthrowing his system, but utilizing it to the fullest so here comes Lucifer, and I'm going to tell you the whole story about Lucifer at some point, not today, but this creature that God created has brought all of the evil thoughts into Adam. Adam didn't even know he could die until the tree of knowledge of good and evil said, do you know that body can die and it will deteriorate as you grow older? 
Adam didn't know that. And because he didn't know it, the program in his mind would have kept rejuvenating that body forever. But once Lucifer got Adam to eat from the fruit of his tree, of his knowledge of good and evil, the Lord had no choice but to cut Adam off from the tree of life. Why did he cut him off? Well, once, one, first, one reason is, first of all, once Adam learned of sickness and death and dying, and if he had lived forever, he would live forever not the way God intended it, without sickness and disease, but he would live forever in torment, with problems always happening, because now he knows they can happen. So, God in his infinite mercy cut him off, and he was shut off from the tree of life. Now, God had to come up with an immediate plan, and that plan was to get him reconnected to that same tree of life. That's where you and I come in. God is trying to reconnect us and unconnect us from the tree of life of knowledge of good and evil. Right now, inside of you and I are different visions. Some are visions you get, if you are a Christian, from the Holy Spirit and from God. God will give you a vision of what to be and what to do. People, the Bible says, without a vision will perish. So vision has to be in people. There has to be a vision. There has to be a goal. There has to be something you want. So if there is something you want, and you are listening to the tree of knowledge of good and evil on how to get it, it will be contaminated, cheap, and, and an imitation of the real deal. If you, in turn, turn towards the Holy Spirit, and get your information through Him, because you can reconnect now. As a born-again believer, you can reconnect through the Holy Spirit and shut out the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But I don't think a lot of Christians realize there's two trees you keep eating from. You go to church, you go into the Bible, you read the Word, and then you quick go turn on the TV to see what they say. The, the Word of God says that out of our mouth comes both good and evil. It should not be so. The fountains that come out of our mouth, our mouth determines our future. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil is the vision that Satan has for your life. The vision that Satan has for this world. Right now, Lucifer's vision is all over the internet, all over TV. And I'm not talking about Satan worship. I'm talking about the news. I'm talking about what they're telling you to believe, what they're telling you to do, what they're telling you to think. That is not the vision that God has for this planet. Why do you think they call it 
television. They're, it's telling you the vision of the enemy. And if you believe it and buy into it, you are going to live it. And that's exactly what Lucifer knows. So he's bought all the media. He's got it all. And he's got even the cartoons teaching the kids evil. If you don't believe it, go watch them. I know it's tough because as an adult, you don't want to sit there and watch cartoons. You will be stunned at what's being taught to your kids. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. What are you going to do about it? Television. That's what they call it. Tele Satan's vision is what I call it. Because it's not my vision. When I turn on the TV, I can hardly listen to it very long. And if it's the weather, at least I can listen to the weather and they'll give me an idea of what to expect. But don't forget, we've been given dominion over this planet, so you can actually assist in changing that weather if it's not favorable for what you want. Oh, yes, you can. Jesus changed the weather, didn't he? Didn't he speak to the storm and calm it down? Well, you're made in his image and likeness. What are you going to do? Are you going to continue to get fed from the knowledge of, of the tree of good and evil, or are you going to plug back in through the Holy Spirit to the tree of life? Jesus came to give you that choice. Now, when you accept Jesus, your spirit man becomes born again. It get, becomes alive. Now you have two people. Yes, you do. You got two people living inside of you. You got the old man with old habits. You got the new man, brand new, baby boy, baby girl, brand new inside of you, wanting to learn about the Lord, the hunger to learn about the Word. So now you're born again. Now the spirit man has to grow up. Baby has to grow. The spirit baby has to grow into a spirit man or woman, and it has to take authority over the old man or woman and put it in its place and say, no, I'm turning off the TV that has to do with evil. I'm turning it off. I'm going to plug into the tree that's feeding me the good stuff, the Word of God. I know this is like big news, like you don't maybe never heard it before. But let me tell you something. When Adam started listening to Lucifer in the garden, his whole life changed. Changed. And Lucifer became the god of this planet. At that time, everybody wants to blame God for everything. God isn't in charge. You are, and if you're allowing Lucifer to control you with his vision, then you are reigning in the earth exactly the way 
Lucifer wants you to. It's time to seal off the tree of knowledge of good and evil. I know everybody wants to blame Adam and Eve, but you literally are the one in charge of where your garden of Eden is. And if you'll ever see it while you're alive on this planet. Now, once you accept Jesus, your name is written in the book of life. And you will go to heaven. But you may not see the Garden of Eden while you're here. But there's an opportunity for you and I to take God's word and change this, change, first of all, our, plan, our world, and then change the planet and change everything. By speaking, the more you take God's word, and that's been Lucifer's vision from beginning, get God's word out of everything. Get it out of school. Get it out of government. Get it out of everywhere. You don't, don't say Merry Christmas. Don't say anything to do with God's word. Let's get God's word out. Get my vision in. That's what Lucifer wants. Get his vision for this world. His vision for this world is dictatorship, wars, more wars, people suffering, sickness, death. Why? Why is he like that? You would say, well, why does God allow evil things to happen to good people? He's, the key word is allow. Because Adam had the power over this earth. He gave it to Lucifer. Lucifer has legal right over everything you see, and that's why you see the evil you do. It is not God Almighty that's doing it. God is legally bound to keep his word. And his word was that he gave it to Adam. He gave it all to us. And we are the ones that he is legally living up to his word, that he gave us the dominion, and he stepped out. And now we surrendered it to Lucifer. And he is the God of this planet, as long as you and I allow his vision to allow his vision to reign in our lives and out of our mouths. So when you turn on the news, and when you turn on the gobbledygook that everybody, I mean, the, 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 the lies, how can you as a Christian not see how you've been lied to and continue to be lied to? That's what we have to realize. We have to slap ourselves in the face, shut off the TV, get plugged into God's Word, Take his word and use it. But Lord, you don't know. I, I, I don't, I, I, you don't know what I've done. I don't feel adequate to do what you're talking about. When you accepted Jesus and you became born again, God forgave your past. The old man, this is something I don't know a lot of, if a lot of Christians realize. The day you like woke up and said, Jesus, will you become my Savior for real? 
that day, the old man in you or woman died. That's right. That's your death date. That is the day you died. And the new person was born. That is your new born date and your old person death date. You still have two people inside of you. And the old person inside of you wants to keep telling you, oh, you got to go back this way. You, you got to do this. You got to do it this way. And the new person in Christ, in the word, as it grows, is saying, no, that's not right. I have to do it this way. This is God's way. I want to do it God's way. So you have a war going on within you. And the old person says, you're not going to ever, God can't love you. Look at what you've done. Look at the sins you've committed. Look at what you have done, and you will never be in right standing with God. Well, that couldn't be more, more far from the truth than anything, because God so loved you, he sent his son to get you free, free from condemnation. And here's how that works. In Romans 8.1, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No condemnation? No condemnation. God has wiped out your sin. He's wiped it out. He's wiped it out. He's wiped it out. And here in Isaiah 43, 25, I, even I am, who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. He says that he blots out your sins. A blot is a blot. I mean, it's gone. You can't read it. It's gone. And he says he's doing it for his sake, not for our sake. Go read it. Isaiah 43, 25. I, even I am, he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. He, God whose word cannot be broken. That's why Lucifer's still in charge of this planet. God's word can't be broken. He says he will remember your sins no more. Why are you remembering them? I'll tell you why. Because the old man keeps reminding you. This is who you are. You are an sin old sinner. You might be saved by grace, but you're an old sinner. You are not an old sinner. The sinner died. The book is closed on the sinner. The book is closed. God blots it out. He's not remembering that about you. He's not remembering that for his sake, because he couldn't bless you if he remembered it. So he blots it out. Sins are gone. Our minds have to be renewed. We need to get out of the mind the vision of Lucifer and put in God's vision. 
Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans I have for you, saith the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Plans that are good. Plans of health. We need to renew our minds. That's what we need to do. Now we're going to take a break. We're talking about our own life, the garden that we are living in. We need to be transformed. And we'll be right back after these messages. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Broadcasting live from historic West Norriton Township. This is AM 1180. AM 1180. WFYL. King of Prussia. Philadelphia. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. We're back, and we're talking about being renewed. We're talking about changing the vision that's inside of us that came from the enemy. We don't need his vision in us. We need God's vision, God's vision of how he sees us. How does God see us? How does God see us? That's the question. And when we think about how he sees us, we have to change how we see us, because that's the other part of that. How do you see yourself? And most people do see themselves as sinners, or they find fault with themselves, often. So there's two people I was talking about in each one of us, and that's the way it's going to be till we leave this planet. The old person is going to drop dead on the ground, stay here, and decay. The new person, the spirit man, is going to step out of this body and get a brand new body. But it's going to step out of this body and leave the old sinful body behind with all the record of the sin. God loves you. He wanted to figure out a way to get you back to the kingdom, back into his garden, from the connection with the knowledge of good and better. And I guess that's it. Do you want the knowledge of good, better, and best? Or do you want the knowledge of the tree of, 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 of uh, good and evil? I would prefer good, better, and best, wouldn't you? But in order to do that, we have to trust that God has our best interest in mind. And on this planet, we have come to a place, and you will all, every one of us will come to a place where we have to make that decision. First of all, is there a creator? Is there a divine God? And is does he have our best interest in mind? And if you don't realize that it was turned over to Lucifer, this whole planet, and that's why we see all the evil, sickness, death, and dying, even the babies and kids, 
If you can't see that is not God, the Creator, who's doing it, you haven't read the Word. You're stuck with the old man telling you what to think, telling you his vision for your life. What God's vision is for your life is to make you wholesome, healthy, happy, prosperous, and live long. That's God's plan. That's God's plan. So, I read to you from Romans, therefore there is now no condemnation. There is none for those who are in Christ. Would you like to step over into Christ where there's no condemnation? If God can't see anything to condemn you for, why are you condemning yourself daily? Why are you beating yourself up daily? Why are you rehearsing your sins? When we connect through the Holy Spirit, we're connected directly to the Father and His database, His system. In Proverbs 20, 27, it says, The human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost being. The human spirit is the lamp. We have in us a lamp that will that will brighten and shine um, the, our innermost being. And that's what goes on in our lives. Our innermost being has to be transformed by the Word of God. And then you become blessed from the inside out. The new creature, the new person, born-again person, is no longer subject to all of the death and the dying. Yes, you are appointed to die once on this earth. But once you do that, you're just stepping out of this body. It's like dropping your coat. You're, you're stepping out. The life is in your spirit. This body will decay and die or be incinerated, whatever you choose. But you will be alive in Christ and get a new body that will live forever and ever, and it will not be subject to the rules of the knowledge of good and evil. It will be subject to the rules of better and best. And that's what I want. Do you want that? <clears throat> better and best? How do we get rid of that old nature while we're alive on this earth? That's something that's a process that God has explained to us in 1 John 1.9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So, when we confess our sins, where and when do you confess your sin? To God, as soon as possible. You know, in order to confess a sin, you need to acknowledge that it is a sin. And if you haven't read the Word, then you don't even know what sin is. So you could be in sin and not even know you're in sin. To confess your sin is to have acknowledged that there's a right and a wrong. Where did you get that from? Now, there are rules on this planet, and we have laws about murder and different things. But where do you think all those laws came from? They came from the Ten Commandments. 
the rules and laws came from somewhere. So when you break a rule or break a law, you judge yourself and you say, you know, Lord, I know what your word says. I know what the laws are. I know what the commandments are. I know what's wrong. I confess I did that. I don't know if I could stop doing that. I don't even know if I want to stop doing that, but I, I do know it's wrong. See, that's a beginning. And then once we confess it, we have now judged ourselves. And when we judge ourselves, the Holy Spirit not only blots it out, but begins a work that purifies us from all unrighteousness and makes us stronger each time we confess it. Say, well, I'm someone that confessed a sin and I still do the same sin. I've been doing, I confess it, I know it's wrong, yet I, I still do it. Whether it's drinking, smoking, sexual, whatever, doesn't matter. Confess it, allow the Holy Spirit to get in there to make you stronger and purify you, and over time, you won't want to, you won't want to commit that sin. You may not be able to stop yourself, and that's not what God said. He said, "He said you, you confess it, and now you will stop yourself from ever doing it again. He didn't say that. He said that he will blot it out. He will do the work. He will purify you. He will make you strong. Let the weak be say they're strong. If you feel weak, say you're strong in the Lord. Confess your sins. Maybe you have to confess it every day. Maybe you have to confess it every hour. I guarantee you, if you start confessing sin after you commit sin, and you do it every time you commit sin, it will start to diminish to the point where you just don't want to commit sin. It will go, but it won't be because of your strength. If you could have did it, you would have. It will be because the Holy Spirit in you is purifying you. And that's what the whole purpose of this planet is, to cause us to choose life, to choose better and best, not the liar in his vision. Better, 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 and best. Boy, I'll tell you, that would be the way to live, wouldn't it? So each one of us has a choice on what direction to go in. In Luke 17, 5, 6, the apostle said to the Lord, Increase our faith, our ability to be confident in God and His power. And the Lord said, If you have confident, abiding faith, in God, even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, which has very strong roots, be pulled up by the roots and planted into the sea. And if the request was in agreement with the will of God, it would obey you. That tree, just like that sin, has roots in us. Speak to it. Say, I don't like you when you do that. Get out of here. Speak to it. You have no right to live in this house. See, the temple, our, our body is the temple 
of the Lord. Two people live in this house. They will until you leave this planet. The old man and the new or woman. You got two going on. It's up to the new man to put the old man in their place and take over the vision. So this body was created that if it has a vision, the whole body is designed to believe it, speak it, manifest it. The only way Lucifer can get what he wants is to get you to manifest it for him. And if he can get a hold of your vision board in your mind, he has everything going that he wants. Because he knows it'll manifest. He was there when God created the system. The system that manifests anything you want when you believe it and when you envision it and use your imagination. And that's why fear is such a deadly thing because when you fear something, you are imagining the worst. And I don't know why it's easier to fear, but it is. It's easier to believe the worst than it is to believe the best. And so the old man takes advantage of that and gets it written on our vision board. And it's like you have to go in there every day and pull down what the old man put on the vision board and put up the new vision that God gave you. So once you get this old man under control and bind the old man, the strong man, from interfering, you can put on the vision board the goals and dreams that God has given you through the Holy Spirit in order to create in your life a better garden. The Garden of Eden can come back in your life. If you stop eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Oh, it's a tree. It's a tree. And it comes from information. It's a tree of information. And the tree of life is the tree of pure, good, better, best information. Will you choose the tree of life? Or will you choose the tree of knowledge of good and evil? And every day we're eating fruit. The human life experience is one where you have to eat every day. The spirit man has to be fed every day, just like just like the body has to be fed every day. You can't eat once a month and expect the body to operate perfectly. It won't. And you can't feed your spirit man once a day or once a month. So you are feeding it. That's the point. You're feeding your spirit man every day with the knowledge of good and evil or the knowledge of good. So the more we block out the evil, the tree of knowledge of good and evil, the more we replace it with the Word of God, the stronger the spirit man becomes tapped into the tree of life instead of the tree of knowledge of death, and you will live, not die. You will live, not die. That's what the Word of God says. And it starts as a mustard seed. If you're failing, judge yourself, confess your sin, start again. If you fail... Judge yourself, confess your sin, start again. That's how it works. And the mustard seed will begin to grow until finally you'll become strong enough that you'll be able to tell the old man to shut up, sit still and get out of here. You no longer have control over this temple, 
of the Holy Spirit. In Psalm 1-3, He will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. That's you. That's you. Its leaf does not wither. That means you won't grow old. And whatever he does, he prospers. Whatever you do will prosper. That's God's information coming through the Holy Spirit. Renew your mind with it. You can't have both. You can't. We have to wake up and realize there's two trees. Stop feeding the tree of knowledge of good and evil and continually feed the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that will cause us to live the better, best life. will be a tree firmly planted. Streams of living water. That's the word. Living water. You're thirsty. Your spirit is thirsty for living water that causes you to prosper. It says right here, whatever he does will prosper. That's you. If that's not happening, you're feeding from the wrong fountain, from the wrong tree. In 1 John 3.8, the one who practices sin is literally separating himself from God and offending him by acts of disobedience, indifference, and rebellion. And if you practice sin, in other words, you practice it. Yeah, I can't wait for tomorrow. I'm going to do that again. You're of the devil, because that's what he wants you to do. And the devil has control of your inner character and your moral values. It's not from God. Right now, we're witnessing the world trying to be taken over by people who have no inner moral values. They're not listening to God. And they want you to believe that you're offensive if you come out and say God's word. So you shut up, Mr. Christian, while I, li- I take this world on a journey wherever I want it to go. Well, it's time for that to end. It's time for that to end. For the devil has sinned and violated God's law from the very beginning. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus came to end put to end the end of Lucifer's works. But men and women who don't want to turn to God allow Lucifer to put that vision of their life inside of them, and they get confused, and they live in sin. My gosh, they want to teach kids today at age 5 through 8 that you haven't yet decided if you're a man or a girl or a boy. Come on! As the Christians just sit around going, well, you know, we might have to adjust our thinking because people have changed. No, we're not going to adjust our thinking. We're going to readjust the world's thinking by being a demonstration of the power of God on this planet by renewing our minds with the Word of God. Now, the kids of today have it tough, tougher than ever. Because the tree of knowledge of good and evil is rampant on the internet, rampant everywhere, and we've allowed it to be so. To be to the point 
where they don't know what to believe. And you cannot be mad at them for not knowing what to believe. But your part is to tell them about Jesus. Your part is to tell them about the tree of life. Your part is to tell them there's another database filled with living water that if you will plug into it, the Holy Spirit will give you revelation knowledge on how to have anything you want and be blessed. But that's the job of the church. And that's what we are to be doing. We are in the beginning of a very big awakening. I believe the Christians are waking up. I believe you and I are waking up. And we are speaking out God's Word in a way that others will hear it. They know the world is out of control. They know. They realize it's not good out there. Just look around. Right now, look around. What do you see that's absolutely perfect and good? And then you can tell me which God is in control. Because it's not the God that I serve. I'll tell you that right now. The Lord that I serve is the God of heaven. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, of health, long life. And you can have that right here in the midst of everyone else not having it. But you have to renew your mind to get it. And stop, for gosh sakes, stop eating from the other tree. Shut it off. Turn it off. Stop eating from that tree and continue to eat from the Word of God only. Fill yourself, renew yourself. Psalm 91, 5 through 10. You will not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow that flies by day. Are you afraid? Are you afraid of terror in this country? Are you afraid of the arrow? There's a lot of things to be afraid of. But fear comes from the enemy. Fear comes from Satan. He has this earth in such a state right now. And let's bring in millions more over the borders that have no moral concept, no values, and think you shouldn't have what you have. So let's allow them in too. Listen, it's okay to let them in, but there's a door. Go through the door. And at the same time, Let's teach them that they can have a better way through Jesus, our Lord. So the, the mission field is great, my friends. It has never been a better time to be a Christian eating from the tree of life. And God wants to bless them all. And he is coming back. It won't be that long. But there's work to be done. It's not the time to retire if you're one of those. <clears throat> Don't retire get refired, refired up, because it's time for Jesus to use you and that born-again person inside of you to get things done. That's right. So I started to read here, you will not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks us in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand might fall at my side. A thousand might get sick at my side. Ten thousand at my right. But it shall not come near me. I will only be a spectator 
only see it with my eyes and witness the repayment of the wicked as I watch safely from the shelter of the Most High. That's who you are. He wants you to rest in Him. This is Psalm 91. Rest in the shadow of the Almighty under His shelter. His shelter. Because you have made the Lord your refuge. Not the world. The Lord. Made the Lord your refuge. Even the Most High. Your dwelling place. No evil will befall you. Nor will any plague Come near your tent. Plague. No plagues. I thought I just heard about one. Gee, was that COVID? Listen, no plague is allowed to come near us, but you got to renew your mind. If you turned on the vision the enemy had for the last two years, you heard his vision for you. Wear a mask the rest of your life. Stay six feet away from anybody. And don't enjoy life because you never know when you're going to get it and die. I'm sorry, but that is no way to live. That is not God's plan. I don't care who you think you are. God's plan is not that. No terror, no sickness, no evil, no plague. What are you going to do about it? What are we all going to do about it? Well, for one, I'm going to renew my mind with God's Word. I'm going to unplug from the tree of knowledge of good and evil and plug in to the knowledge of better and best through Christ Jesus. And I'm going to do that every second of the day, if I can, every hour of the day. I'm going to unplug from dark knowledge, plug in to spiritual knowledge. And um, I'm not going to be of the flesh. I'm going to be of the spirit because the spirit man is alive in me. But the old man has died, and he's not, a dead man is not running my life. The Spirit of Christ Jesus in me is alive and well, and he's telling me what to do. Who's telling you what to do? Until next week, why don't you find out? Who's telling you what to do every day, every hour of your life? Have a great week. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.